to emotional support water bottle. <laughs> I'm Anna. And I'm Eilish. That was my dog. dog. Again. We have some breaking news. Ashley Olson has given birth to her first child, a little boy allegedly named Otto. I know. I am uh, surprised. I didn't think that either of them would have children, no. honestly. I mean, and, I'm happy for her. And I'm surprised. And apparently it happened a couple months ago. I'm surprised we even know at all. I know. Me too. I was just going <laughs> to say, it doesn't surprise me that... That was kept a secret right. <laughs> because <laughs> we know nothing. We know nothing them. about them. They, you know, I do miss them. I know. I used to literally love them, and they were so beautiful. I mean, not that they're not beautiful now, yeah, but I just remember are. thinking, and I remember I really liked that. I think it was so little time was the one show where they're kind of like oh, teenagers. Yeah. That was a cute show. It was. I kind of forgot about that. I know. Um, Probably like 10 years ago, the episodes were on YouTube and I was like watching them again just for nostalgic Memories. purposes. <laughs> I know. I They were just so iconic. I mean, they're still iconic. Yeah, but they're so private that mm-hmm. we don't... You forget about I them. I know, we don't get anything. And then you have, you know, their sister, Elizabeth Olsen, who's like a legitimate actress, yeah, she's like out adult here doing actress, it. and you're just like, oh, wait, you are you have sisters? Like, it used to be the other and way around. I know, and it's funny because they all do kind of, like, look alike, like the face shape mm-hmm. and, like, the eye shape. They do. I really, if I had the money, I would definitely shop at the row. Oh, I know. I mean, I love their stuff, but... It's not in my price point <laughs> at all. <laughs> I remember when I was in college, this one girl I was in school with, she like lived, she like w- would have been like the third Olsen triplet, <laughs> like, but she loved them so much and her ideal internship was to be with the row and she mm. got it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she, I think at the end they like let the interns like have a piece or it was either that or she just like became close with her superior Mm -hmm. and she like gave her something on the download and I can't remember what she got but I remember her being like this is coveted like (laughs) she was so it was probably a sample you know but yeah it was that was a pretty cool internship for her Aww. I know. Well, congratulations. Ashley. Hopefully we see pictures of the baby, I but I would maybe. be shocked. Well, maybe now that we know, we'll see them out strolling around. It's so crazy, too. Like, we see all these other random photos of celebrities in New York. Mm-hmm. And then we never see them, like, ever right. anymore. I feel like there was a time where we would get random photos of them, like, walking on the street. Right. But smoking in, in yeah, the corner. <laughs> there's smoke breaks <laughs> at the work. But now it's like we don't see They're them They're, like, all. so obscure. I know. I feel like they are so out of the drama and mm-hmm. stuff that the paparazzi just aren't even, like, following them around anymore but it almost makes me believe more though with like everybody calls the paparazzi on themselves mm, yeah because... and I, they don't <laughs> right so it's like oh no wonder they're not pictured <laughs> walking just out yeah here living and i think they really would just blend in too, i think so too know? i mean i think if you were like looking for yeah. them you would see them or like notice they were around but 
I don't know. I know. I feel like they've got the sunglasses and the oversized. They house. just like blend <laughs> in and they're like hidden by. And they probably live in like the richest place you can live I know. I wonder if we someday we should do a little New York trip. I know. And we can just look for <laughs> like stalkers like psychos um i was actually listening to a podcast not that long ago and they did like the deep dive into mary kate and ashley and their like childhood and it it really is sad that they were literally yeah. worked to the bone and i guess their mom which i didn't really know this was like just took them to the audition and was like here and then it was like they just never had a choice in the matter well since they were infants mm-hmm. with full house and then I they know. just grew up in that and then it was like they were making like a bajillion twins. movies yeah before they're even 18 it's like that would burn you Olsen, out and then they were like Olsen detective agency <laughs> I used to or I owned it getting there they're driving their sweet oh. 16 when I used to love that and I love their clothes in it and remember they had books too? yeah yep like they really franchised that No, and their clothes or is it clothes they had at Walmart yeah I think they did and then they had makeup remember then they went to Elizabeth and James that was like a step up before I can't remember if that was like pre the row I think it was it was named after their brother and sister yeah how sweet I know they (laughs) I mean you really could deep dive into them because they have had quite the career I know well anyway again congratulations Ashley we'll have to send a baby gift (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wanted, this is like really sad, but I feel like we have to bring it up just cause it's a timely, um, issue, but the Maui fires mm-hmm. that are just horrific. Like I've seen photos of it I and know. I cannot even like fathom. I know. And then you're like stuck on an Island. I know. That's scary. <laughs> and fires are so scary they anyway. Are. And they can just like get out of control so fast. I know. And I don't know. Like, I haven't read up about some of the more political stuff where right. it's like, why didn't the alarms raise? Right. Like, what? like, I don't know that whole detail, so I'm not going to speak to that. But I just recently saw, um, and I know it's from the Daily Mail, so it's not always the most reliable source. But mm. they were saying how, like, so many um, residents of, the island and some other celebrities are like don't go to hawaii and then people were kind of calling out paris hilton because she (laughs) was there the timeline was a little bit messed up though because the fires started last wednesday and i guess paris arrived like that same day Mm. so it's kind of like she wouldn't have known probably but i don't know it's like well, she probably should have left. Right. Or like, is she helping? Like, you know, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt kind of weird about that. It was like, weird. And the fact that they even have to like say to people like, don't fly I know. in. Like, it's no like, kidding. Um, but the other going? thing was Oprah. Mm-hmm. So she came in. And I don't know what day she came in. I didn't write that one down. But apparently she came in with a film crew. And came to one of the like places where they're housing these displaced people Mm because their homes and lives burned to the ground. And she's like filming it. And then finally, one of the locations put their foot down and they're like, you can come in and help, but we are not 
allowing media <laughs> and film it's crews like, and it's reporters. It's going on right now. I know. Like, it's what? just like, why is that something that even needs to be said? Like, right. why would you, and what, and I know it's Oprah, and I know that Oprah does do a lot of really good work with people, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, why do you need to film that? I know, and like, in the end, make money off of yeah, it. Yeah, it just like is weird. And then I'm glad that they did say something because I'm sure other people were trying to monetize off I know, of that I'm sure too. there's some YouTubers. Right, but just like, I don't know. And then I saw stuff with like, um, like Kourtney Kardashian put mm-hmm. a post out of her in water and then her caption was something about oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. it's something about the water mm. like something the flame or the yeah, fire the in me or something <laughs> and people are like are you kidding me like how tone deaf and i know she definitely didn't do it on purpose right. but it is kind of like mm. after the fact like couldn't you have changed the caption <laughs> I, I mean come on I sometimes i swear like you just don't, i know sometimes i don't know what's going on right with stuff but as a celebrity like you have a whole like publicist right. and a team. You should probably say something about right. this. <laughs> it's just like wild. Or like, mm, hey, that caption's a little insensitive. <laughs> like, where's the PR for Chris? Yeah. Chris, <laughs> get over here and change this for her. Oh, but yeah, that is just so horrible. Like, I can't even imagine if like, you know, my apartment burned down. Like, I, I would know, just like, be... What do you even do? And it's like, there's nothing left. I know. Like, that's just terrifying. It is terrifying. That really freaks me out. Like, just thinking about even when the smoke was, like, in our area. It's like, gosh. Yeah. Mm. I know. It's And that's still burning in Canada. But Mm -hmm. they're just, like, kind of letting it go. And I just wonder, not to, like, go on about this for forever, even though it is something that's important. Right. But, like, if we were... feeling the effects of this smoke and I know where the fires are actually burning up there it's not like a highly populated right. area but imagine like what it's like to live close yeah. to it I know it's gosh it's awful that is just oh don't go outside and you literally can't like even in on Maui and everything it's like you cannot do anything about it it's I know. literally just I mean you can they're trying but it's like but it's yeah or it's just like, after the fact it's like you can't just leave because right. your car probably went up in flames. Right, your bank is gone. Yeah, it's like it's I don't. I can't. I just cannot fathom it. No. So, so scary. So scary. So wild. So and all the animals. Oh my gosh! I didn't even think about that. That is poor little things. Well, to completely switch gears, <laughs> did you see the Britney Spears? dancing video Mm -hmm. i did i am genuinely concerned at this point i mean i was before but that for me was really like okay what is happening (laughs) like what is going on i know and like i know people have kind of like i feel like everybody's really quiet right now because we all work so hard together (laughs) and now we're like Oh, oh dear maybe <laughs> i know and i guess i i guess you can't even expect her to be normal after no. all that but it is kind of like 
because she used to be a really good dancer. I know. And, and some of the stuff she does, I'm like, bad. okay. It's, like, it's just, I think it's just like the scene of it all. Like sometimes there's no music. Right. Or like it. it's clearly like a track that she put on for the story. Yeah. And you're like, were you even dancing to anything? Or I just, <laughs> that one video her butt was she was like smacking her butt and it was her red mark (laughs) what does her setup do because it's like is i cannot imagine that sam is there filming no i feel like she literally probably has like what we have and And for those you can't see we have a pretty it's a stick (laughs) it's a like basically a a selfie I didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> well, anyway, that's what I picked up. I think she probably has the Bluetooth remote control. And we also don't have a ring light. We just have <laughs> oh, a yeah. lamp. It's bad. I'll um take a picture and post it on our Instagram. Real life, guys. <laughs> this is real life. But yeah, anyway. and I love when Heather McDonald will be like, she's there dancing in the entrance to <laughs> Cheesecake <laughs> Factory. <laughs> Because it literally it looks like that. It really does. Oh it's like the floor and everything looks I know. like the cheesecake. Like she, I just she'll do it so casually. She's like, <laughs> she posted another video at the cheesecake factory. <laughs> but I mean, this, I know. No, it's not funny. No, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's just so- I really. I mean. I, I guess she's doing like she loves dancing, but it just seems like. Just the videos are so, like, awkward. And they're disjointed, you know? It's like, she posts so many of them. Yes. But it's like, are you doing this, like, every single day? Right. Do you film, like, a couple hours yeah, and then like, post them at multiple? Because <laughs> that is what, like, basically her content is. Yeah, just her dancing. Or And then I was looking, because I finally downloaded Instagram to not even help, just to look. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm getting my news now. I stopped I looking at the Daily Mail and I've been getting it on Instagram. I mean, you know, why go anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good there. But I was looking at her page and if it's not a dancing video, it's like a random photo from Google that's yeah, like of a puppy or something. She, and then she'll have a three paragraph essay as yes. the caption. And I I mean it's clear that she's writing her own captions because they're really nonsensical. They like, are. It just seems like this is her stream of consciousness and she throws in some emojis. And <laughs> I it is just it's concerning. The pole dancing one, I mean it was a lot. How much lower can she pull down? I don't know if they're bikini bottoms or if it's actual underwear, but I how know. how low can they go? I, I mean know. really. There's not much there at it that is point. It is really, I just don't know what to say. No. Like, and it's like, and I don't even want to like make fun of her or anything because, I mean, she looks um, She looks good. good. Yeah. Yeah, she like, really but does. it does feel like an old lady like posting dancing videos. And I guess I don't understand the purpose. No. Yeah, because it's like, she doesn't even say anything like, oh, this is what I love to do. It's just like these thrusting and right a lot of like head whipping hair flipping (laughs) extensions yeah i just 
Um, did you see that there was parts of her book that like Colin Farrell and Justin Timberlake were like stopping? Yes, I did. You know, we're going to read the book, but... I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. Mm. And when you see her Instagram captions and even like the rare video that she'll like post of her talking about something, I'm just like, you know, it's going to be a ghost writer. Like how right. much is she actually going to be involved? Like, I don't know. No, know? I don't know either. It could, it could be this really beautiful, insane book or it could be like her Instagram. But I, I wonder like... They must have reached out to... I know. That mean. I guess, yeah, that's what I wondered because we've even wondered that about some of these because some yeah. celebrities will just like name drop or even like the Ellen or Elliot Page one mm-hmm. where she was talking about Kate Mara. Is that oh, what yeah. Was? And <clears throat> kind of like talked about how they had a relationship and we were like, do they know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would hope so that now, they would I know. You... So now it does make me think. But then when I the Demi Moore one, Ashton Kutcher got kind of mad about the stuff she put yes, about him. So then true. you wonder, like, does it just depend? But I wonder, like, can you... I feel like if it's a story about your life, you probably can say whoever you want. I know, I would think. As long as it's not, like made up and slanderous right i know it's like they were part of your life why can't you talk about them and even in like jamie lynn spears book she brings up justin timberlake Mm -hmm. so it's like i wonder if maybe because of everything she's been through she went through yeah this so everything was like legally fine and no one's gonna say anything or what or maybe they're just like colin farrell and um (laughs) just like are nervous about what she's what she's gonna say because at this point it could be like oh no there's some dirt or right. it could be like I literally just don't wanna know like, what's gonna right. come out or like I don't want to be associated with this yeah. I wonder maybe they heard that she was coming out with a book and then they like reached they went out. on a red alert yeah I don't know I mean like you said I don't think there's any way that we should have all as a collective society expected her to be a completely normal person right. after all that she's gone through but it just feels like I'm glad that she has control over her own right. stuff. But I also like I can see kind of why there was a conservatorship because right. it just seeing stuff like this. It makes you concerned about like the rest of her mm-hmm. life, you know, like, is she doing OK with her money? Is she, right. you know, like that's what I mean. And everything with the kids are kind of a mess. I know. Poor Brittany. I know that poor thing just got used and abused by Hollywood know, and all the really people did. around her, and they just chewed her up and spit her out. They did no, we're They're left with the pole dancing. Around again, I know. It's just you're. Right, it's hard to watch, really. I know because it's, and it's like, not no, what? like a five second video. It's like no, three and a half minutes. <laughs> like it's long, twirling and twirling and, and twirling. And she set up like the she got the pole. She set up like three mirrors. <laughs> like it's a whole thing too. It wasn't like this is in my basement. Right. Like you just, I don't know. And then she's like, I just got this yesterday and this is the first time I've ever was on it. Like, okay, weird flex, Brittany. <laughs> like, I don't really know. I'm just really like, good you're at doing this. some crazy spins. <laughs> anyway. Um. Brittany Jean. <laughs> God love her. I was on TikTok 
<clears throat> we've kind of talked about like this before, like between us, but there was this woman on there and her daughter was like in the hospital with like a severe, like she had problems before, like health issues before, but then she ended up having like the seizures and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, so she's in the hospital and the first TikTok that came up on the timeline was that the daughter had passed away. So then you go and you and like look, look the whole thing. And I mean, I just feel like ethically. I know. You know, it's like you can witness this poor. She was a 16 year old girl. You're seeing her. Basically, I feel like she started like when they went into the hospital after all this. And the mom is just like posting the girl and like showing her like. So because I guess she got sepped. Septus, seps- oh yeah, I'm that when, wrong. She, when she was septic, yes, that, yeah, sepsis, <clears throat> um, I sepsis. Think. Yeah. Okay, she got that in her. I mean, she was showing her. I mean, just Which is like awful. It was, and it was hard to look at with that. But then it's like this poor girl. Like, give her some decency and like dignity. And I just, it was just, and then like the when their funeral was, it was almost like. A get ready with me like we're going she's like brushing her hair and she's like doing a voiceover so I'm just thinking like every time you did something new you had to turn on the TikTok, yeah. turn it off turn it back on right turn, and it was just I mean everybody grieves differently right. and stuff but I mean it just I just kept thinking like what if that girl because she was kind of like she really just had eye movement but she would like kind of move her hands to it I'm like what if she really is consciously there and mm-hmm. she's just like mom put the freaking phone down was it when she started and I don't know if you went back like all the way or if it ever showed but was she ever like fully conscious when she was sick or mm. I don't think I went back far enough. I kind of, I couldn't tell though. But either way, like you're right. It's kind of like, did you ask her if you could do this? I know. Like, did and she agree? Like, exactly. And then it was like the mom, like I get like the mom getting on there and just kind of like getting her thoughts out. Mm-hmm. But I just don't feel like showing the daughter in that way was. I find it so. Because there was somebody, it wasn't on TikTok, it was primarily on Facebook, which I'm mm-hmm. not on, but I, someone told me about it and then everything was right. open so I could see. And it was with a baby though, it was yeah. like one or something, I think we talked about mm-hmm. that. And it's just like, obviously that child has no idea. Right. And I know that you, in that situation, like you're trying to raise money and mm-hmm. like you need, and I get it, it's a fundraiser and you need help. And right. At some point, too, you're trying to raise awareness for this. Right. But, like, where's the, like, the line? line? I know, because it was feeling very, like, I know we say this a lot, but Black Mirror. Yeah. Like, it just was, like, when do we put the camera down? I don't know. I guess there is, like, a fine line because there is a lot of things, like, oh, my kid grabbed a boiling pot yeah. of hot water and got severely burned and, like, this could happen right. to you. I should have been careful. And that's like, oh, yeah, I got to really remember that. But some of that stuff, it's just like. No, and I think it is. I mean, in my opinion, it's different if you are just saying like, hey, I am on here because I want to raise awareness. Like my daughter has this illness or this happened to my mm-hmm. son. But then when you like start filming them or posting videos of them like suffering. Right. It just feels like. 
I don't know why we need to see that. Like, I know. I'm and if just, I was in right. that situation, like if I was really ill and my dad started right. a TikTok about me, I'd, I mean, I barely want to like, you know, leave the house if I ha- am feeling bad about myself. Right. And then if I'm and in a hospital bed where I'm, I look my worst. Right. And I'm dying. Yeah. I mean, like the girl was dying. Yeah. That was just... I remember there was this one, like, she's kind of a YouTuber, but she her baby passed away as SIDS. And there was this one picture where she, because they were in the hospital for a while with the baby. And she's, like, sitting with, like, her knees up on the floor with, like, her head down mm-hmm. in the, on the floor. And I'm like, did you set up? Yeah, the camera and take a. I mean, there's no, and the camera was like on the ground, like where she was. That's where it looked the yeah. angle, and it's like, I, it's not I don't a know. really like a candid photo. Yeah, you know? it's like you pose. I'm not. I don't even say she posed. Like she probably really was crying. But right. Why would I would just not be taking a picture of myself crying? Like I know, pose. and I guess I mean, we're just. We're not like fully into the social media I know, I game. think that's the... So I wonder if we, like if we were involved in it more individually and then we started the podcast more like deep into right. it. I mean, because it's not a secret that we're not like the best at like pumping out content. And when we do it, <laughs> we're like, what do we do? Right. But like maybe for other people, it does come more naturally and right. they do. But for me, it feels really forced to right. when I'm like crying or even right. when I see like not as a dark of a topic but like I've seen on our TikTok too where it's primarily women that I see pop up but they'll be like I'm just like having a breakdown or right. like this happened to me and it's like you're crying and you're filming yourself and I'm just like I would literally never do that. No. <laughs> no like I would never even too. think to do that. No and I I guess maybe it's like a generational thing yeah. but I feel like i guess that generation is so oversharing but i just no i couldn't do that i, I don't want somebody to see me because i don't know it's like sometimes you're upset about something too and then you get like over it right and then you've got this video out there and it's not even that it's like oh i'm so embarrassed right it's just like i don't feel the need to share that with no people i don't even know no like if i was really upset about something and i wanted i would like send you something right. or you know because i know that you actually care about me and <laughs> so these you're random talk strangers right yeah i guess and i also don't need the validation from random other people yeah. either and i feel like sometimes it has to do with that i know um even with that lady that was posting her daughter she was like responding to like mean comments and that's the other part of it too it's like when you start showing the daughter and being that open about it you're just bringing all that hate mm-hmm. to you too and it's probably there probably wasn't that many hate comments but it's like but still then you're getting yourself more upset yeah. and it's and she's just looking through yeah, and reading comments them. and yeah. like responding i mean i don't know i just yeah i mean obviously that's horrible what that family went through and you don't want to like it's off i know and it's like i don't even want to judge her because yeah you know that'd be a really hard situation but i was just i guess i was just having sympathy for the the girl mm-hmm. who was just and i guess like <sighs> i don't know i mean if i and i don't know what i would do right but if i had a child that was going through that or even if it was like my dad was sick and going right. through that like 
I don't know if I would want to document that time either. See, that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, I don't think I want to. I mean, if you have like, I don't know, last pictures like with them with you, right? But not. I I don't think I would want to like document memorialize like them them dying. Yeah, it was every stage of their illness. Yeah, it's like I just like I remember. My, like, grandma had, like, so many things that were just health problems that, like, they mm-hmm. couldn't really figure out. And one time, um, their, her, like, arms, like, swelled up really bad because they gave her a certain medicine that didn't mix with another one she was on. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, her arms were, like, black. Like, mm-hmm. it was crazy. And I remember they took photo like, my grandpa took photos of it. But it was to kind of document, like, right. the doctor's messed up. Right. Like, we want to have this. And even now when, like... You know, if we're looking through random photos and it's like in there or something, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God, like it's hard to look right. at, you know? And it's like, I wouldn't want to have that kind of stuff on my phone and just be scrolling through and be like, oh, that was when, you know, my dad was dying in the hospital right. and I took this horrible photo of him. Right. Like, I just, I don't know. And everybody grieves differently, but I, I know. know. I guess if you're just trying to think of it from the perspective of the person that's suffering. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would just would feel like if I was suffering like that, I wouldn't want a camera in my face like that unless it's like pictures with my kids. You right, know, it's like right. I just, I felt no, bad for that person. That is so tough. And maybe they did use it to like get money for treatments I know. or something. But yeah. it just feels like you could do it in a different her way. Than showing her in just this awful. Yeah. I mean, just, that is sad. And it's, isn't it bizarre too, that it's like the extremes of social media where you have horrific stories like that, that Mm -hmm. are so heartbreaking. And then you have people doing these stupid dances. (laughs) Then you have Britney Spears on the pole. Yeah. It's like the super extremes. It's just, it is, it's wild. I know. Social media, man. I know. Anyway, we don't have to talk about sad stuff. (laughs) Going forward, it's going to be more like things that are like a little more upbeat. Um, Do you want to transition into OC? Sure. All right. Well, this episode, I guess like. Well, first I wanted to start out the, the random montage at the beginning of just their pets. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, no. what is this? That was weird. It's <laughs> like, everybody's got a dog. Okay. All right. Like, <laughs> what what? And then we never discussed I it. I literally feel like there is a girl, like a young girl in the editing room who's like, oh, my gosh, they all look at all this footage. We have their doggies. <laughs> and just like threw it in there. But I don't like, know. Rand, like when Emily was giving their dogs a bath yeah. i'm like so did you do that for the camera i know or were they just there <laughs> that was random but that was just so bizarre i was like kind of thrown off by it because i watched the episode twice and i was like i didn't even realize it at the first time i know <laughs> I, I, when i was watching it i'm like oh there's the dog you know that's normal oh then there's their dog because it's like they did it with that working out yeah. thing too it's just they look for random things to do at the beginning, which is kind of odd, but whatever. <laughs> well, I feel like we just got another episode of Tamara stirring the pot. And it started basically from the beginning where she's like, there's what was, did they call it? 
you do me i do you yeah. party or something or they like dressed you had to like draw a name and dress up like that person Wait, i guess it can be fun but like what is up with this trend nowadays where it's even i'll see stuff with like bachelorette parties and it'll be like yeah. dress like the fiance or dress like like oh, the fiance's the name famous is John. yeah it's like it's what? so random i know and i like it was who do you think did the best? Oh, I wrote down stuff because when they all came out, I was like, I thought that Tamara looked good with like the hair and makeup. Yeah, I thought so too. I wish she would have like not been so mean spirited about it. It wasn't it. even like, like on, Heather. Dude. Like she I literally, know. even the outfit was nothing that Heather would no, wear. No, and it just said that she's like, I'm, when she says slutty Heather or something. Yeah, Heather DeHoe, which made <laughs> no sense at all. Literally. This is just, this is typical Tamara. Like I am so Wasn't not this on the Tamara party? Train. Yes. And why is she, she's just so mean spirited? I know it's like she wanted to be Heather, and yeah, like you said, the hair and makeup looked good. Like I thought she did a good, or the makeup person did yeah. a good job. Like it looked like she tried. And, and then the if outfit she would have put like, on a real outfit that Heather would wear, yes. she would have looked the best. I thought. Yes. But I'm just sick and tired. It's like Heather is just. I mean. Tamara is just constantly trying to do these like attention grabs like this will be funny this will get on like you know let me see if I can like it's always like "Mm -hmm, right what can I do to make everybody mad I'm tired of it I thought that um Gina as Emily was pretty good I thought she did really good but Emily was right she needed a little bit more up top (laughs) and I also thought that Emily as Shannon was really good I thought she was the best and then Shannon's like I don't do that like yes you do (laughs) the mannerisms were so good and the wig and the the, like blazer and everything (laughs) and the random like printed like pants and the glasses (laughs) that she kept putting oh my god her I thought she did the best she did and she like really like embodied the person yeah um who did you think was the worst um, maybe heather as the girl we don't really know that well wasn't she jen Jen? yeah but i thought heather looked good but i just felt like she was kind of like this is what she had to work with right and i thought that because jen made a comment about the hair isn't really me and I agree like it it wasn't it was too dark and I'm like you guys all have plenty of money that you could have bought in like literal replica wigs I don't know what's going on I thought that um hers was like one of the laziest yeah but I thought that Jen as Taylor and then also Taylor as Tamra were horrible yeah the Taylor as Tamra I didn't really like that was basically nothing I know and I know. I feel like they just like didn't want to do it or something. But I, know. I feel like it was fun. I mean, you're just doing it for the show. Just do it. And do it right. Jen as Taylor, like she really leaned into the fact that she goes to the, the deck, deck. I know. which but I felt like probably, no one knew. I know. I feel like that's probably all she knew about Taylor. Right. It was like because they don't really know each other that well. No. Like that would have been better if they would have known each other in this. It season. should have been yeah, and it should have been like just more of the like an OG cast to do yeah. that. I but I thought that Jen's wig for Taylor was really bad too. Yeah. And even how she did her lips, it was like, I know she has huge lips, but it just looked more like too clownish. Right. Anyway, that's enough about that. I do think it would be kind of hard to do that. It though. would like, be like to really like think about it. And then if you don't look like the person at all, 
it just in general and mm-hmm. be hard to make yourself look like them. But. I know. Um, yeah, so basically, I don't know what else. Oh, the one fighting. The thing, oh, the part with Ryan talking about marriage so much. Mm. And I thought that scene where Jen is talking to that random friend was really odd. But I feel like Ryan being like, yeah, within the next like year, we'll be married or engaged or whatever. I just think it's so gaslighty. I know. I did not like the way he's like, no, like, uh, don't break up with me because no, like, I'm going to keep you hanging on. Like, I just feel like he's trying to make her hang on and just like play it up for the show. I think so, too. And I'm glad that. (laughs) No, I'm glad that Jen did say in her little like confessional. Yeah, she seemed kind of. I'm worried if once the ring goes on and I'm not going to be in another failed marriage, like, please stick to that, Jen, because. But it's like I don't have a lot of hope because we've already seen them on Watch What Happens Live and they're still together. You're right. So. And not engaged. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> um, What did you think about Vicky's list of 18 things for a man? <laughs> I think she has right to be. She's a successful woman. And if she wanted. <laughs> I liked when she was like divorced, not separated (laughs) Mm -hmm. i I actually thought it was funny i didn't think they were no i thought they were pretty reasonable especially because it's like she's older like she ain't trying to waste her time on some like nonsense and honestly i feel like if i were to sit and actually write a list of Mm -hmm. things that i wanted in a partner like 18 things sounds kind of crazy but it really isn't right you know like it's not no, and it wasn't even like looks based. No, it, it was just this is what I want. I liked how at the end she's like, a boat would be a plus, but I don't need a boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I we need Vicky back. I know. So bad. I'm actually surprised she's. I thought we were just gonna get a one little, cameo. little thing. Yeah, Me but too. she's been like. On I'm it. glad. I mean, I think she really is. I know she is the OG of the OC, she and we need her on the show. I know. Why did she get fired? Do you I remember? I don't really remember. I mean, it was a while ago. I remember she kind of had like a freak out and was like, "It's my show," yeah. but she was yeah. like freaking out. And I feel like about that is when she was fired. But I don't know if that's really all well, it was. I don't think that the whole Brooks situation yeah, really was... boded too well <laughs> for her. And then even that guy, what was that other guy's name? I can't mm. remember after Brooks. He was looked like a creeper. I want to say it was John too. Like oh, I feel like yeah, there's been like a hundred right. Johns. He wasn't really, and then he turned out to be skeezy. It was yeah. like she just went through a tough time. <laughs> oh, and then there was everything about Brianna and her husband stuff. Yeah, which I because I stopped watching for a little bit, but then I was listening to another podcast and they were kind of like rehashing stuff, and it was like her husband. Like really went in on one of the housewives' moms mm-hmm. and like I don't know I don't think those two are still together. I think, oh, my my mom follow keeps up with Brianna. <laughs> I could be wrong. I feel like they might be separated. Yeah, unless I'm because he he always had a weird controlling mm-hmm. vibe. But they both were in the military, right? Yes. Is that where she met him? Anyway, that was a little tangent. But yeah, I miss Vicky a lot. We need her back as a regular. And I hope that Andy Cohen just like bites the bullet and says, come back back as a main, please. (laughs) Like we need you. 
All right. Do you want to dive into the crux of the episode? <laughs> well, just the fights. Basically, you know, Shannon is... Okay. This is my takeaway from it. That's what happens when you talk too badly about your partner yep. to your friends and like that's why you have friends so you can confide in them but don't get mad when they get really concerned right. and if you're going that's why I don't know it just is like that age old tale where it's like you know as a friend right you shouldn't ever really full on take a side either or talk badly no matter right. how badly your friend talks right. about their husband or boyfriend you can't say anything too negative because then they're, they're going to get back together <laughs> and right. you're going to be the bad guy. Right. But it just felt like it was I was so confused by the whole thing because I don't know how it got twisted that this was all Heather. I know. And that that's what was confusing about it, too. And then Shannon's like over there confronting Heather. But then they made up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're over there like, well, and then Tamara's like, I didn't say anything. And then all of a sudden everybody's like, well, Shannon, you did tell right. us all this stuff. And then they're like, well, who talked about it to you? Heather did. It's like you guys were all talking yeah. about it with each other. And you, they even like Emily was getting really mad. I know she really she's was. Like, it, was she the one who was talking about how she's like he calls you fat? Yeah, blah blah blah. It's like, well, there it is. Well, <laughs> and then she said, like at first Emily was like, well, Heather's the one that said stuff. Heather, Heather, Heather. But then when they she was talking to Shannon like separately, she's like, you told me at. Ernesto's I can't remember the name right. of that restaurant you told me this and Shannon has like the deer in the headlights look like oh I don't no. remember saying that yeah it's but like there and Emily even said like she has a few cocktails mm -hmm. at dinner and she starts to divulge stuff which I don't blame Shannon for that at all no I know that's what's tough and I did kind of feel like specifically Tamara was like kind of using it against she, her she literally it was that's I'm so tired of Tamara. Like each episode that goes by, I get more and more frustrated with her because this is just absurd. Like and then she's making she's literally started the entire thing. She did. And then she's out there trying to pretend to be the best friend ever yes. to Shannon. And then something's mentioned about Heather. where like, well, Heather said that Tamara did, which Heather never said they rolled back. Right. The tape. Literally. And then Tamara's <laughs> like, what? This is ridiculous. And stomps out. And she's like, Heather, why are you bringing me into it? It's like, Another performative thing. <laughs> like, like, it's let me not throw about a tantrum you. so yeah. you don't look at I know she was, I guess, too, like, I was listening to a podcast and they brought up a good point, too. It's like, is this what we want to watch anymore? Is like I know. women being so freaking nasty to each other? Because they were just, I mean, besides Taylor, Jen, <laughs> Gina, I don't think she was really in this no, fight much. No, she really wasn't. It's like, is this what we want to watch anymore? Just like women screaming and treating each other like crap. But it was just so silly. Like, I just didn't understand. Like, and obviously there is something that Shannon wants to hide because. Yes, and she was like she freaking was, out. Yeah. And like it escalated so quickly. And, she's and like, I, I'm not doing this. But he, what I don't. There were a couple things that she said that I was just like. This is these are red flags. Mm -hmm. She said, John will hate me talking to my friends about the fights that we have. 
the fights we have devastate me. Um, and then she said, I have, she said this twice. I have arguments with John that paralyze me. Yeah, I know. She kept saying that. She's like, this is going to ruin me. Is that this normal? Is gonna... No, it's not. <laughs> so, like, if you're saying, I mean, you just said this in an episode. Know, if like... you're saying stuff like this to your friend, like, if you told me that, I would be like, you know, I'm concerned. Right. Especially, like, you know, when you're like, 19 right and you're having that kind of reaction but i feel like as a you know 50 60 year old woman i mean actually i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but she's got to be around there 50 at least it's like around that age i feel like you should not be like that in a relationship and i don't know if she's still kind of like thinks that's how a relationship would would be because of her ex-husband well there was a whole thing with that too where it was. was like you said that he hit you, and she's like, no, I didn't. It's like, and I understand where the other woman can be really frustrated and not, right. like, not even coming from a point of, like, friendly concern, but from, like, a job reality right. standpoint, where it's like, she'll say all this stuff, and, like, others will divulge stuff about their personal lives, right. but then on camera, she acts like they have this perfect thing, and she's almost, like, gaslighting herself and being like, I'm more in love than I've ever been. Right. Like, I am so happy. Like, I get why they're frustrated right. by that, too. And then it's like you're going to tell all your friends this stuff, and they're going to be like, hey, has Shannon said, like, right. something weird? And then when they start talking about it because they're getting a little concerned, then you're mad at them. I know. The other thing with that, too, I'm just like, don't all women do this? Like, not the fighting part, but, like, you know, if a friend, like you just said, comes to you and says, like, hey, you know, I had this drama with my boyfriend, my husband. Like, don't all women just say, like, maybe you, like Heather said, you don't go into specifics, but you might say, like, hey, you know, like, I was having lunch with, so-and-so yesterday and they mentioned this like has has she said anything to you about it like don't we all do that right i don't think that it always comes from a place of like hatred right and especially like it sounds like heather and shannon had become pretty close so if shannon or the other girls are i mean or if heather or the other girls are coming to each other it seems like that makes sense yeah and i don't know it's really hard to know like what everybody's fully talking about because they're not saying it on camera but like as far as we know heather just said to people hey i've talked with shannon and she's told me some things that are kind of bad about her relationship it didn't seem like even when tamra brought up she didn't have things to say like she said this and this and this so it was all very vague and i don't know i just think it's weird too like she wants Shannon wants John to be on the show, but then you can't talk about him at all. Right. Because like, she's like scared of his reaction. I don't like that. I also saw you should look it up. Um, it was on Bravo and it was like a montage, like the his the timeline of their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really interesting because I didn't watch it for no. a couple seasons. So it started out like everything is great, you know. I didn't know love could be like this, blah blah. And then when COVID happened, it sounded like they had some rocky points. And that was when like some of the ugliness of their relationship started to 
rear mm-hmm. its head. And she even like said some things about it in the, on the show that mm-hmm. were in this video. Um, and it just seems like it didn't really get better from there. Right. But even like, who was it? Did Emily say it or did Heather, Heather say it where it was like, he won't pay for stuff. I think it might've, actually I can't remember, but I remember, but Emily was like kind of listing some yeah, things off it right just, there. It really doesn't sound like it's, I know. I was like, it makes me sad. sad I know. I was her. just going to say that it makes, doesn't make me feel good. Like I don't like watching, knowing that I, I don't know. I know. And it makes me even sadder when she's there, like, completely defending the relationship and getting this upset about even people alluding to a crack in the foundation. Right. And it's like, I feel like what Emily was trying to say was really from a good place of being a friend. I know. Yeah, I thought so, too. She's like, you know what? Now that we're talking about it, let's talk about it. Yeah. And I feel like that next episode, there's like of that preview Mm -hmm. and Emily's like, you are Jackal and Hyde, Shannon. So I feel like she and she seemed really like her. It's like, what in the world has happened here? I know. Well, she made it sound like she has said some things to Shannon about her marriage Mm, as well. And, you know, she's just confided like a friend would confide. And she's just kind of upset that like maybe Shannon doesn't trust her to do that with her or just, she just kept saying like, I can help you. Like I want to be there for you. And Shannon is fully shutting it down. I know she was, it, just, it honestly just and then like, there goes Tamara skipping her way into say, the limo with the, or not it like limo, but sickened me to know, even like, see that I'm like you just started you this whole everyone thing. riled up and then you're just walking away takes unscathed. her wig off I know skip, she was literally skipping like that's what she wanted her, was it her Vicky and Shannon yeah, all left all left which I see Vicky I mean she really stayed out of it but she even said like when um. I think it was Heather was saying, like, why is this all me? Like, all of us have right. had conversations with her. And then Vicky was like, I know, like, it. what is vaulted is vaulted and we don't talk about it. So right. this is like a known thing. Right. I actually thought Vicky has been kind of like the voice of reason in these Which few is episodes. odd. <laughs> <laughs> and she seems a little chilled out. Yeah. Yeah, she really does. But yeah, and then when she even said, like, all I know is Shannon's my friend. And if she wants this relationship to work, like, I will support her. Like, I mean, that's, you know, a way to go about it. But I think the other girls are trying. (laughs) Concerning. Right. And it seemed like at the end where it had, like, Heather, Emily, and Gina together. And they're like, it is coming from a place of concern. Like, that's all that we're doing. Like, it really does seem like they're genuinely just like, we want to help. But Tamara, of course, twisted it all up. Right. And then skipped away. And skipped away. Like, there wasn't any issues. And she just is the best friend ever. And thank goodness for Tamara. It's going to be a good reunion. Oh, my gosh. I. It does make me just think though with like all the real housewives it's like why is everything so alcohol fueled it's like i know that we 
you know, release our inhibitions when right. we have a couple drinks. But it's just like even with some of this, like you can tell that some of them are just so. I know. And it's like if you have to get that drunk to be in this situation or like working, basically, yeah. maybe this isn't what you should be doing. I know. Um, But did we want to talk about the speaking of the reality show and the drinking and stuff do you want to talk about the strike a little bit oh yeah because we like were gonna talk about it and then we didn't last week i know i mean i think like obviously the writer's strike and actor strike is about like a big part of it is residuals and mm-hmm. ai and stuff but i do think it was interesting the residuals for the reality show yeah. stuff and just kind of like the stuff that Bethany was bringing up. I'm very torn on it. I am too. And we've kind of <laughs> talked about it like frequently mm-hmm. off camera or whatever. But like I I do think that there's still a difference between like a Vanderpump, a Real Housewives, right. like a franchise like that versus The Bachelor right. or like Love is Blind. When you're having these like one season wonders yeah like i and it's not that i don't think that those people should be treated ethically and fairly like of course they should Mm -hmm. and i don't even know if it's 100 percent proven that they are not being treated that way but like everyone should have proper working conditions right you should be able to eat and take breaks and but i just don't see like why like with a show like The Bachelor or whatever, you're so replaceable. Right. It's literally like, okay, you don't want to do it, fine. Then we'll get else literally will anyone be happy else to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you like you don't really bring anything to it. And even with like Real Housewives, like you you can argue the same thing, but at the same time, like we have seen housewives that come in that just do not mesh, that don't right. bring it, and they don't come back next right. season because they're like, no, we can get somebody else. Right. But I feel like the more franchise, like you're in there for multiple seasons, like you should be able to benefit from residuals and stuff like that. But I don't really know that somebody that's on something for like one season, if they should get the same type of benefit. I know. And it does feel like there should be some kind of, I don't know, a union. Mm hmm. For reality show people, though, and even if they are just like the one hit wonder thing, just because you like are employed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's like such a weird. It is so weird because it's so and I do feel like reality TV is kind of like this, especially like those one season thing or like, yeah, one season things. Yeah, it is kind of just like pretty like wild wild west out there and i do think it's like okay kick you out we're done with you and blah 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 like i feel like there should i don't know be some kind of something but i don't even know like how long these people are gone like are they gone for six weeks are you gone for three months Mm -hmm. i mean that's like more of a chunk of your i don't know yeah i know it is really i feel like there there should be something in place but it can't just be a blanket thing for everybody. Right. Like there needs to be different tiers or something. Or even like, I I mean, I feel like there should be a difference between somebody that was on the first episode right. and got voted off or whatever right. versus someone who made it to the final five. Right. And it does seem like that's probably why they don't do anything. Because yeah. that would be so much logistics oh. to have to get into with like all those 
like I mean it I just don't even know they'd have to be like network by network I know that wouldn't really like help that much but it was interesting kind of like to think about the fact that like you know the Jersey Shore people and stuff Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they're like getting much residual at all probably not so especially with like the streaming I know that's kind of like the main part of the regular strike which is just crazy like you just think these people are making like all this money and it's not like I know people have said it's like it's not just about Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence it's like the actual writers I watched a really interesting video maybe we can link it but (laughs) somebody this guy like really explained it really well and he he said he's did I think he said like eight or like nine major-ish small parts in yeah. the movies. He's like, I made twenty six thousand that year, and he's yeah. like, I made, and I'm like doing these. He's like, they're even speaking parts. It's mm-hmm. not like this main role, but I'm like, that's all I made. It is shocking to see the range. Like, it is. You have somebody like that who I would say having eight roles in a year is right. like. Okay, that's pretty good. I know, you know? like that's steady. You'd right. think they'd be making like a hundred grand at but least. There, I mean, that's like significantly less than I make, right? You know, and like I'm sure I'm not gonna say they worked harder. I don't know, but and they probably feel like I work some months, <laughs> and I'm sure they work less months, days in less whatever days but, and stuff. But but then just to think of that, where right. like they had a real role on whatever, and then versus like say just Leonardo because you brought him up where he's making a few million for Mm -hmm. one I mean that's a huge and then even think about the like execs of the production company and they're making you know hand over foot like triple like five times what Leo's making like (laughs) it really is unfair and I think that something needs to be done but it's just it's so challenging with reality and I think it's kind of something that like flew under the radar because nobody really knew where it was going to go. Right. And then with how streaming has become so much more popular. I know, and they're like and then, putting the old episodes right. back on the stream. It's like, wait a minute, and I'm it not really getting confidence. fueled by COVID. Right. Because how we many... We couldn't go to the theater. Yeah. We were binge watching more than ever before. Right. Like, who would have... I mean, how many people started watching like Vanderpump or whatever right. from the beginning during COVID or any of those? It's right. like rewatching Jersey Shore. Yes, I know. I have been, you know, I think we talk about like Nick Vial's podcast <laughs> on here and we're always kind of mixed. But I do enjoy listening when he talks about stuff with The Bachelor and right. his experience with reality TV since he's done it so much. And just like he can freely talk about it. Right. And like he has such like honest opinions about it and things and like I think he's kind of a little more like where we stand where it's like something needs to be done but also like you know it can't be all the same for everybody and at the same time reality tv stars are replaceable and he kind of made the point of like okay which we brought up too before I even heard him say this but like where's the line like if they start like reality TV stars are allowed to like say whenever they want to break or right. have say in the editing. Does it, is it reality anymore? Right. Like that completely changes everything. Right. Honestly, yeah, It's like, um, even like if you're just thinking of the Kardashians too, it's like they're only putting out what they want to put out yeah. and it's boring. Right. It's not interesting to watch anymore because it's, it's so, so curated yeah. and like, 
Nobody wants to watch it, so it is kind of like <laughs> we just exploit people. We're good TV, but I mean, but again, if you don't want to be a part of it, you right. don't have to. Like, like, I'll take your place, baby. Yeah, I mean those <laughs> those those like one-off shows. It's like okay, like if I choose to quit my job or ask for right. time off for however long they're filming, like that's my choice, right? <laughs> and I just hope that my job is still there. Well, you know, like. You make a choice, and if you don't want to do that, if you read the contract and you don't agree with it, mm-hmm. no one's forcing you to sign it. It's so hard, you it know? It is. I know. It, it is tough. And did you hear, well, I heard rumblings that Rachel or Raquel Levis mm-hmm. isn't coming back. I heard that, too. Because she might be doing something with, like, a lawsuit because they were passing around... I guess it wasn't on camera, but it was like during like production, the video of mm. her that Sandoval had and it like just the ethics of that too. Like you can't be spreading that around well, and that they're like a part of it. I know that's what I heard. Who but knows? It makes, it makes me think though, because I mean, I, from the other podcasts that we listened to, like Sheena's and Lala's, and they said on the podcast, like, I haven't seen the video. Mm-hmm. So you wonder, like, did they actually see it? But they were saying that they didn't. Mm-hmm. Did they actually not see it? And then it's hard. Like, those cameras are always up. They're always mm-hmm. filming. But, like, what just happened with the below deck thing, mm-hmm. it was like... They kept filming. Right. But that producer went in and was like, hey, you know, you need to stop. You need to stop. I am so shocked that they had that on there. I mean, that was almost like that was the start of an assault. I know that was and like it was fully. So, I mean, I'm like triggering isn't the right word. I wasn't like, triggered but it was, by that. But it, it, was, was it was yeah, hard to watch. If you haven't seen it. You should look it up. Yeah, people. I mean, it was. I mean, it's a, like just the fact that it was on just like a plain old episode. It's I know. like this girl had been passed out drunk in this, and they're both cast members of the show. Yeah. And he was in there. Like the one girl naked. walked away. Yeah. yeah. And then he went in there. He's totally naked, like on top of her, and like production and stuff. And the camera crew are like, no, like you have Leave to get out of here. And, stay and out. he was yeah. like, man, shut up. That was It was crazy. disturbing. It really was disturbing. And I am so glad that they stepped in. I mean, if they wouldn't have, like, my God, like, how horrific. <laughs> Literally. But like, Thank goodness the cameras were up. I know, you know, and there was like some kind of fourth wall being right. broke. It's like, it and was, they fired him just to did. be clear. And then the same thing happened with a girl as well, where she was like on a guy too that oh, was like passed out. With that, the same thing with the blow deck where the guy was fired. It was weird too because was that like his girlfriend, the other girl that like he left the room and he, he went to her and she's like, what did you do? Like it was almost like she was kind of trying to cover up, mm. but I didn't know if that she was the girlfriend. I didn't know because I don't watch that show. No, I didn't either. But then she ended up getting fired too. Yeah. So ugh, that was just insane. It was. And um, yeah, so it's like... I guess there should be, I don't know. I know, but it was weird too, because I'm like, 
should they have put this out there? But then I'm glad that they did to show like or this is real and we did something about it and like he should be right. called out. I for know. This I kind of wondered that too. Or I mean, it was like I don't know if there was any kind of warning that was going to happen. I don't know either because I just saw the clip the of part it. Part of it, they're like, "Whoa, this just happened." It's like, do we know this was going to happen? Right. I don't know. It's well to kind of loop back because we just casually mentioned the Bethany. Frankel mm-hmm. involvement. I do you find that genuine? When I was watching a video of her talking about it and she's saying all the right things that would make you think it was mm-hmm. genuine. Like, well, it's us that the bigger people that have to stand up for like the smaller people that don't have a voice. She's like, I'm not really getting anything about it. But then she kinda was still like, you know, they're showing the old episodes. She's like, I only got paid seventy two hundred for mm-hmm. the first season. Yeah, it's like well, and I, I don't know. heard, this is, I think, from Juicy Scoop, another shout out, Heather, <laughs> um, but where she, I think it was on her podcast where they were talking about how she actually had this contract for a reality show that she was trying to get produced, and the contract was horrific. Yeah, I did hear that. So it's like, okay. Do you care? Right. Or is she kind of like that fell through she's like well fine i'm gonna create some right. more disturbances i don't know i mean i wanna i don't I know i guess i just I think it's with history of bethany bethany has always been out for bethany and yeah. she really doesn't care about anybody else so i mean i guess this would benefit her if we're talking like residuals mm-hmm. so it's like if she can get enough people on her side and she's like i've had like was it like 18 other reality stars reach out to me? And blah, blah, blah. it's just like from with Bethany and especially with everything else that she's been doing with TikTok and yeah. like where she's just cosplaying like the middle <laughs> class as Heather McDonald puts it. But it's like it all just seems like, well, I burned all my bridges with Bravo. Yeah. They're I'm not going to have me back. Right. Now I've got to try and make this on my own. And I like literally... When you think about Bethany Frankel, like, she is so smart. Like, everything Mm -hmm. that she does. I mean, she built her empire herself. Mm -hmm. She was a great housewife to watch on the show. And then her, like, follow-up shows, Bethany Getting Married and Bethany Ever After. Yeah. Um, Great. I mean, I didn't watch all of them. But, like, amazing that she had two of those. But it's just, like, she just never feels like... It feels like she's just acting. Like right. I I am a people's person. Like, <laughs> like I'm I here do for care you. about the little reality TV stars. But yeah, I don't feel like it's genuine. I know. And then somebody also brought up the fact that Nini was like yes. has been talking about this for so long and no one was like yeah. listening. But now that it's like Bethany and like also the other writers mm-hmm. are like even on the regular strike too it's like now it's like, people oh, are listening okay we're gonna listen now it's like, like what we said before about the megan fox thing like nobody listened to her before and right we have the whole me too movement it's like oh, okay <laughs> now Nini we'll listen was just to you. ahead of the curve yep. on that one <laughs> yeah i guess with the bethany thing it's like if you know what she does can help others obviously that's great but i just personally don't think that that's her real motivation no i definitely think she's the one who's gonna all of a sudden bethany has a network and it's right. like doing the same thing oh my gosh <laughs> right but 
We'll um, see how it turns out. We'll see if anything becomes. Well, of it. it's been going on for quite a while, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's died down a little bit. Like it hasn't been because they're like losing their homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it really is sad. It is sad, especially because that's like it. It really isn't fair that one um, woman from Stranger Things. Did you see what she was Mm-mm. saying? She basically was in two other shows, and she made like way more in residuals and from stranger things she only made three or less of four hundred dollars wow well but she wasn't even like a super main character but still it's like the how many times but that's the caveat with netflix too Mm -hmm. it's like because i've seen where some it's like if it was on it's a original network which Mm -hmm. say it was like I don't know, like ABC, just mm-hmm. say. And it was a sitcom that was on there. And it goes in syndication on that network. Mm-hmm. Then you get residuals from that, but not with reality still. But then if it gets sold to mm-hmm. like Netflix, then that's a completely Nothing. different thing. And you don't get residuals I from know. it anymore. And so then it's like all these people who did those like Netflix series. Right. They're kind of in this gray area. I know. And then they were saying, too, that, like, those big companies aren't being honest about, like, the actual, like, viewership where they should be compensated more. Because there's really, I mean, nobody can see how many people are. I saw that, which I don't really understand all of that. But I saw where, like, Netflix says something like streaming hours. Yeah. Versus, yeah. It's just, and it was like, in a way, it's a way to, like, inflate their numbers Mm -hmm. when it's not that in reality. But, like, either way, the the other people aren't being paid for those Mm -hmm. hours. It just, I'm not deep in that world, so I can't. I know, I don't really understand all that. but But. I know that people aren't being treated fairly. That's what I get from this. <laughs> Those poor writers. <laughs> and the people on top are the yeah. ones that are reaping all the benefits. Mm-hmm. So crazy stuff. I hope that they can get that resolved and come to a fair, you know. I know. And they don't like force these people to get. But I do want to shout out A24 who does a lot of good scary movies. They got that all squared up nice and quick. Well, so. you know, that's what we like to see. Leave well, it to a smaller, you know, company. company. But this is what's going to get crazy with the reality is because they're not involved in this strike and mm-hmm. stuff. Reality is going to be the only thing that people can watch, yep. especially come fall because so, stuff isn't. So now we're going to be heavily relying on reality. Right and they're going to have an even more yes. like upper hand. I mean. It's all wild. It is wild. Wow. What a time to be in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) As if. (laughs) Soon as there's going to be podcasters on strike. You know what? You know what? I'll get behind it. If TikTokers want to go by on strike, I'll be out there picketing. (laughs) We'll go out on the street. (laughs) Something ain't right here. We're not being fairly compensated. How are you only showing this to one person? How many people are on this app? What do my hashtags do? <sighs> Any um, if people have tips, again, we will I gladly take them. What are you interested in? <laughs> uh, um, do you want to take a little break? Sure. All right. Okay, we're back. <laughs> um, I Before I forget, I wanted to bring up the Terry Dubrow mm-hmm. health scare. Um, I saw... Hello, Winnie. I saw um, he was supposed to be on Watch What Happens Live. And oh, then, I didn't know he was supposed to be on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And then um, 
he obviously didn't end up going and Heather was there and then he like zoomed in or whatever mm. and they were kind of talking about it but he had like a all the signs of a stroke mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for Heather like really pushing him mm-hmm. then I mean it could have been really bad that is I just like I was genuinely like you know, to say I was shaken by it is dramatic, but it was just so real. You know, right. you're like, oh, and especially Terry Dubrow is a doctor. I mean, he's right. a surgeon and he knows so much. And then for him to even be like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. It's like, wow, we really are all human. And like, this stuff is real. Like, right. it's scary. But what it made me think about, because mm-hmm. I didn't know the age difference between those two. So mm-hmm. I looked it up and it's about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just interesting when we've touched a little bit about like some age difference relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's all fun and games when it's like yeah, 20, 30, your, 30, yeah. 40, even like 40, 40, 40 50s. 50s. Okay. Winnie, here we go. At least sit down. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, Oh, uh, she is, that is freaking cute. <laughs> <laughs> what my angel girl. <laughs> That was precious. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's all fun and games. But then when you start to get like, I mean, even 50, 60 can be Mm -hmm. a little shaky, especially 60, 70. I I know that's kind of a a, There's a big difference there. there. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like 55 to 65, which is about where Terry and Heather are right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, health issues can start to happen. And obviously we know Things can happen at any age, right. but you're more susceptible as you get older. But it's just something I think that people don't really think about. Right. You know, it's like, it's all great. But then, <laughs> you know, are you really committing to taking care of this person no, now right. that you are still lively and able right. to do things, but they have a health issue or mm-hmm. are just aging? Mm-hmm. And that's only 10 years some of these that are like a 20-year-old yeah. with a 50-year-old, like, you know getting into that, that you're going to be taking care of them or you're going to just right. ask for a divorce. Like, And sometimes, too, like, women will get kind of like a second wind, like, in their 40s. Mm-hmm. And then if you're with a guy who's, like, 70, it's yeah. like, you're like, what am I doing here? Right. Or, you know, I think we more commonly see the younger woman with the older man, but it is kind of with that, when it's flipped and it's the older woman, younger man, like, and this is being very stereotypical, but does that 20 something man really think ahead? Right. Where it's like, if there's a 15 year age difference between this woman, mm-hmm. like, are you really going to commit to like right. taking care of her? Or is it just like, Oh, I'm with this hot older woman right, right. now. And we're like, I know. Well, you just sent me him earlier and I can't think of his name. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, it's like, he's out here. I mean, they've been together for so long. Yeah, they have. Well, is, that's deeper. You know, yeah, that's really disgusting. But she is like getting old, yes. old. And he's still pretty like ripe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I saw because he just was in a, uh, Esquire, the cover, and he looks really good. I mean, he... I mean, he's a handsome guy. Yeah, but in the comments, and I sent some to you, and then I saw another one, and it was, like, part of his interview, and he's like, well, I have four daughters, and people were like, um, no, you have two step-siblings <laughs> and two children. <laughs> because the That's two just are, like, like wild. so close in his age. It's just wild. Like, I just... 
It's just, and I mean, if they're happy, I guess that's right. what. But it just makes you think, like, are you thinking ahead in the, like, right. the future? Like, do you have the foresight to actually commit to, like, I'm going to be, especially if you're married and even if you're not, but you have like a fully committed relationship, like you're committing to like, I'm going to be with you through the good and the right. bad and the sickness and the health. And mm -hmm. well, did you think about the sickness is going <laughs> to be coming earlier for them? Yeah, when they're 80 you? and you're 40. Yeah, it's like, like, come on. I know. But yeah, I mean, I think Terry and Heather seem to have a strong relationship. Right. And especially since Heather was so adamant that he like get help right. and whatever and 10 years i mean it can be a lot like and right. he's coming up on 70 like that's wild and he doesn't look it no but or seem it or anything right but. but that right there just goes to show like age mm -hmm. is a funny thing it is <laughs> it's yeah. all fun and games <laughs> until until you're old your body the one of you is old shutting yeah. Down. <laughs> yeah um i guess going with kind of a little bit what we talked about with housewives mm -hmm. um you kind of wanted to you had a topic to bring up regarding forgiveness yes. so i had this like a few years ago should i get a get into most of the whole thing i mean whatever you feel right. comfortable I don't know. with i don't know if it's important or not anyway there <laughs> there's this person at the church <laughs> at my church who like um it tried to like intervene and stop me from like marrying my husband because I honestly don't even really understand why he thought we were unevenly yoked. But the weird thing was that it but wasn't like he not, was so close to you. No, like, he wasn't that. I like would hang out with his wife. His wife was kind of like a mentor to me back in the day but not even young. it just but was inappropriate I, it was and then he just kind of like ambushed me and like <laughs> acted pretty much implied that i was getting old and desperate at the age of what was it like 24 yeah like, like i don't know if you're like getting to be like older and you just want to get married and i'm like uh and just like <laughs> saying these just really mean degrading things and it was so bizarre and I just like at the time I didn't really like stick up for myself because it was so shocking mm -hmm. and he was like saying mean things about my husband and at the time fiance and him and I had been together we were together for three years before yeah. we got married it wasn't like I just found randomly random guy off the yeah street. and he just kept like and then my husband at the time worked a full-time job and a part-time job and he's like is he gonna like do that when you get married just like all these really weird points and he's like he didn't even like I said to you like him and I need to go like hang out and or like go talk. I needed to talk to him and he hasn't done that. I'm like he works like and why would he be? Why like, does he need your approval? No, it's like you're yeah. not my dad. You're like freaking eight years older than me. Yeah, if that <laughs> like the whole thing was so bizarre and it was so hurtful and just like this. I can't even remember everything that was said, but it was just the most bizarre thing ever. And then I like told the wife or whatever i was like i'm not like she like texted me like hope you're not discouraged but encouraged i was like um what yeah, does that I'm, even mean literally i'm like i'm not going to like meet with you anywhere and then she's like okay i understand <laughs> well then he like never apologized i stopped going to church there blah 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 blah, blah. but i kind of like in my 
myself. Like I was like mad for a long time, but I think I was so frustrated with myself that yeah. I didn't stand up for myself more. And because it was just mean, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like it was hurtful. So anyway, I just kind of like in my head was like, okay, he doesn't think he did anything wrong and he's not going to apologize. And that's never going to be a thing. So you kind of like move on, even if it's like still kind of upsetting. And like, I don't want to talk to him. But like, what else can you do? Right. It's like he's never going to see that he was wrong. So let's flash forward to (laughs) a couple days ago. (laughs) My relative ran into him. And this relative I have is very um, confrontational (laughs) and like decided to confront him about the situation and was like, no, like what you did is wrong. You just were so out of line, basically. And then he's like, oh, I guess I didn't think of it like that. And it was like so. And then my relative was like, you know, you need to make it right with her and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I just and I don't even mind that my relative um, even confronted them about it. But at the same time, like, I don't really want to like, like, I feel kind of more moved on in a sense Mm -hmm. even though there wasn't like full closure but it's like I don't want to do it like I don't want to talk to you about it I don't want you to like apologize because I don't feel like you think you did anything wrong doesn't seem like it no (laughs) so it's like and then you know not to get into like a man woman thing but Mm -hmm. it's like why did it take this relative was a man it's like why didn't it take a man to like spell it out right. for you like why you were wrong and i don't know it's just like after all that time it's like i guess like some people would be like this is what i've been waiting for yeah. this is a big apology and stuff and maybe i should look at it like that but i honestly don't even want to deal with it like i feel like it's just not gonna like help maybe right. it will I, I don't know like could you like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I would really feel either. But how did you feel with just the fact that your relative confronted him? I I didn't mind the confronting, but now it's kind of like it was led into like now I have to go deal with this again. Mm-hmm. That's a part that I didn't want to do. I didn't mind the confronting because it's like, fine, I don't care. Right. It's like it doesn't affect me. And it's just like and even some of this stuff where the the guy that was that had wronged me was like what but i said hey how you doing and she said good and then my relative was like um come on man you know that's not you know like give me a break that just shows how clueless some men can be i know know? like well i did what and i know just naturally men and women are just different like right. that like we're reading into every single little word and like still thinking about something yeah. 20 years later and men don't do it as much and they can kind of like quickly get over right. things but i don't know i just feel like i don't know i mean it has to feel kind of good that your relative like stuck up for you yeah a and it bit. definitely does like i and it's like i wanted to see like this person get like Right. confronted for once you know but i i feel you with I like okay well problem. now what do i yeah. do like and it, 
like you said, I don't really want to have a conversation with this person. And now am I going to see him and they're actually going to come talk to me about it? And then what are you supposed to say? Like, literally, don't if they do come up. I know I'm not not just say it's it's fine. No, I'm not. And that's the thing, too. Like now that I'm older and like have lived a little bit more life and I'm better at um, standing up for myself, Mm -hmm. I feel like. That's why I don't really think the conversation would be productive because I would be kind of mean because it's like, no, I'm not going to deal with like a man like treating me like that again. Like, especially you. Right. It's like, I'm just, I'm not going to put up with it. And it's like, I don't really have anything nice to say. I guess maybe it's like, I'm over it, but I don't have anything nice to say. Right. That makes sense. And it's like, you're fine with just moving forward with your life. But if it's going to be brought up to you again and he's gonna come and say something then you have every right to share how you're feeling about it even if you have moved on it's like that doesn't mean it's okay right like and i i feel the exact same way that you said with like now that i'm older like how i'm sure i've been in multiple situations where something actually hurt me that somebody did right and i was just like oh no it's fine like it's really not that big of a deal and they're like sorry and i'm like no it's really okay even though it wasn't right or like something gets kind of like glossed over the next day and you're like and then sometimes when you can like reflect on it you're like no like that was totally out of line and it's not like you want to cause a huge scene or a big drama but there's nothing wrong with sharing how you feel about a situation either or how someone did hurt you right but man that is you'll have to update us on anything happens yeah which i don't know if i don't know do you think it will i don't i honestly don't know and i i don't know i really really don't know if i think this person will actually do it do it and i'm worrying too that it'll be kind of because i just felt like the way it was hopefully not presented in this way but i felt like it was like oh she's still so mad and so like and my this relative kind of brought up that like you know like you know she's more of like a sensitive type of person and blah 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 and i just felt like that wasn't the way to go it's not like i'm sitting around here just like right. crying. and like i am a sensitive person yeah like it was, they were it's lying not, but... I know, it's not like i like i just feel everything so deeply yeah. all the time but it's like i don't know but that's not why like yeah. this is that person was still wrong and, it, and i just feel like it's gonna get twisted into like I understand you're still mad. No, I'm not so right. mad, but I don't think the right. way you... Or like one of those situations where it's like, I'm sorry I'm that, that you, you felt... That it's like, no, was, no, 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 no. You're not going to... And that's what I'm afraid it's going to be, and I hope I'll be able to just like be a... It's so hard, though, because it's like, I know I will always like play a scenario in my head and like this is what I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> but then like you it never happens like, or I get there and I freeze I know literally like I feel like I'm gonna just like freeze up or just and like sometimes I'll be so exhausted and like uninterested yeah. in something that I'll kind of just be like shut not shut down but just kind of like, just like okay, it's not even yeah. worth my energy or it just takes you off guard like you're not expecting them to right which say is something in that moment and which is kind of like the main thing of it too when it originally happened was it was so catching me off guard and it was just like the most bizarre thing like sometimes sometimes I'll like go to church and have 
like these existential crises when I'm like sitting there and I don't even know if you would say it's in a good way like I feel like it's like a bad when are existential when? crises like positive <laughs> it's like like I'll just be like sitting there like I told you this off camera but I'm just gonna share it on here too again where it was like this person this young man I don't know probably a little older than me or maybe I'm older than them I don't even forget that it doesn't matter my age was like (laughs) being brought to be the elder like being as an elder of the church in the way these like eight suited men like (laughs) got up on this stage and were like I just was like what am i in some kind of a twilight you're like looking around like Like, is this normal like are are we people just accepting this (laughs) these suited men and i don't know like the church has grown but i mean it's not a mega church and they were up there acting like this was like i just was like I didn't understand what was happening. Sometimes it is just like organized religion is yes. such a strange it concept. Is. And like you said, you're kind of in it because I'll be at church sometimes too. And I'm like, what are, what are we, we doing? doing? Literally. And then like there was this point too where there was like this couple that's like hasn't been going there that long, but they were newer and they were all like snuggly wuggly <laughs> and like, I'm like, is this a real like is right. this is this the way they are normally or is this all just a, a show? show yeah and it was just like i feel like sometimes that like this church that everybody is so worried about what everyone else is thinking about them it's like why are you here if you feel like you're walking on action like it's just like well and sometimes when you bring up like the young couple thing and this isn't to, like bash any church or religion that, but right. even though it kind of seems like it but it's not because we're both a part of some so <laughs> Sorry, but something. it's just like i feel like they'll almost like purposefully like put them right up in the front yeah and they'll be like look these are our new inductees. Yeah, our new couple. And guess what? They're getting married soon. They've been together for three months yeah. and the wedding is in two. I mean, it's just, it, it does feel disingenuous, I think. And it just gives you that weird, it's like, Am I supposed to be doing that? Am I, I know, I it does, to- it, it is like this just super weird thing. And like, even. <sighs> You know, sometimes not to get into this, but we're, let's just let's, let's just, just do, do it. it. Like the LGBTQ community, yeah. and if they like say something, then some there's like this one. T- I can't even remember what was said, but then there was some of these older people that were like, mm, mm, mm. you know, like talking yeah. about like that. I'm like, come on, like I'm sorry, but it's like stop acting like that. I know. About- Thing. And it's like, you know, it's always these hot button topics. Oh, it's like abortion. Right. Gay, you know, right. or like LGBTQ. So the point of just being gay. gay. Anything other than. And then cheating on. Oh, cheating in your relation or like your marriage. It's like those are the only three things. These are the like clearest things we can get people right. on. But nobody's talking about 
the closeted abuse yes. that happens. The man treating the woman yes, like absolute submissive. garbage. Yeah. The, <laughs> the children that or are like... Or even just the million children that people have yes. sometimes. Or even just like the pressure that is put upon people. Oh, like yes. Like the pressure that gets put upon kids where it's like you have to act a certain way. Do you yes. see how this family acts at church? Like you have to act that way or you yes. better not do that or you can't be friends with those people. Or, yeah, it's like... Or then like the pressures of just like it's just not real especially like you said if somebody is like an elder in the church or even just like a higher up within you know fundraising for the church it's like well we have to look like a perfect family you know I that happened at it's a church like adjacent to the one that I go to Mm -hmm. where like this they seemed like this perfect family. Mm-hmm. They had multiple kids. They always do. <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden it comes out that like the husband, there was some sort of domestic altercation with one of the sons. Mm-hmm. And I don't know all the details and I don't need to know all the details, but the parents got separated. Mm-hmm. But it's like that was totally kept under wraps. Oh, because, yeah. That doesn't you know, look good. Right. And I'm sure that the wife was in a very tough spot herself emotionally, but also then they went and acted like they were just the model family. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's okay to not be and to have your issues, but you kind of put this pressure upon yourself. I know for what to impress people, right? Because you're so worried about the congregation's going to, there was this really weird situation. This one time, this guy that they were trying to like, kind of like help like house and Mm -hmm. stuff. But he, because he was having enough, like this woman was married and he was like with her and she wasn't like divorced. Mm -hmm. Like they, she left her husband for him, but they weren't like divorced yet. And they were like, you need to like stop that, which it's like, yeah, okay, Okay, that's fine. Trying to get that to stop. But then he like kind of didn't listen and he wasn't going to come back. And, but then he did and they made him get up on the front oh my <laughs> like, god in front of everybody in front of everyone and apologize to the congregation yes to the congregation i was like and like what do you like you're sitting there like what is, is happening? happening like this guy does not owe me an apology right. this is none of my business and at that point it's just embarrassing it is and he's up there like apologizing and just like getting up and then I'm sitting there thinking, but this uh, pastor can't apologize. Yes, right. But it was like, he's up there. And it's like, why is, okay, so, but if you guys don't believe in like, you know, viewing porn and stuff, yeah. what about all these guys that are probably still viewing it? Right. Shouldn't they be up there apologize? Um, yeah, that's Shouldn't we all up. like be apolog- up there about Like nobody. Nobody's perfect. No. And then the fact that this, and he's like an older guy who doesn't have much. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but, but it's like. But then he has to go up and apologize to me. And he's probably felt pressured to it because oh, it's yeah. like, like, you this need to is get up his, there. you know, safe place right. quote unquote or where he has support I know like, well it, is it real support I know because, if you're making him like humiliate yeah. himself and it's like if he needed to apologize to the people that were trying to help him out like you know what guys right. you were helping me and I still left yeah. and went to this wherever to that's go, what they but he didn't owe me an apology no. he didn't I didn't need to know any of that right yeah, why should I know any of that it's like it's like that's really uncomfortable <laughs> it's, crazy. it's so hard because there are so many things that like I don't agree with with right. what 
and it really it's not even just a blanket of like the religion it's right. really like by the priest or you know right. whoever person by person but it's like it's so hard to just completely cut yourself off from I know, stuff like cause that because i'm saying all this and but you the still three go people to that church, are yeah. listening are like why do you still go there right. and it's like why well, am like struggling with I that know. situation but it's like sometimes i can be moved more by like even like it's like if you're thinking about a taylor swift song yeah that is no, like, no, it sounds kind of dumb but it is but true. it can move me more and like even spiritually affect yes. me more than right. sometimes than sitting in this room with all these people that are trying so hard to impress and it's like i don't know you know what i mean i know like, no i felt that's the way i felt because like when i went through some dark times mm-hmm. mentally um just thinking about like song lyrics when we went to the Fall Out Boy concert I'm like damn like if and I didn't listen to that music at that time but I'm like wow like I felt this so hard and all the things that I did involving religion like that didn't help me but like this random song like would have you know and that's not the only thing that would get me through a tough time but it just goes to show that like Sometimes they push one thing. Yes. A religion pushes one thing. It's like, no, this is what you have to do. This is what we believe. This is it for you. And it's right. like, no, it isn't. Like, just look beyond. I know. You know. It's like it can be anywhere. And it's like. Well, we that really took us in a different, different way. Than we <laughs> thought it was. But I do think it's interesting. I do think that there are people who have like, you know, questioned their yeah. faith. They're like have been burned by mm-hmm. the church and the people of the church. And I do think like some every once in a while I'll like listen to stories of like church trauma. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, you know. I know. Then, I guess we've said this before in our former Catholic school girls Mm -hmm. episode, but it's like, I think partially because we were kind of brought into this right when we didn't even have a choice like as children so that's why we're i don't want to say we're stuck in it because we're not but it's like that's what made us get into this in the first place right and it's like we've been i mean from like kindergarten through everything it's like you always have religion class you always go to church once a week it's like it is hard to like break that not have it a part of your life at all and i do like the premise of it right Right. like i like the you know some sort of a structure believing that there's something else out there that can help you through hard times or when we think about people who pass away you like to think about i know it's like why wouldn't you want to think of heaven right you know so like i there's parts of it that I really think are wonderful. Right. And I guess that the, the, what it is for me doesn't like that overrides some of the negativity right. stuff. So when I go to church, I'm like, okay, this is me time. Like I'm going to make this, right. even though it's unfortunate that the priest that I primarily go to, like, I don't really resonate with what he right. says. And I wish that I did, but mm-hmm. I just don't right now. So yeah, it's hard. And then also, like, I don't know if you feel this, but I do. Like, I do feel kind of pressured with, like, my family. Because right. I go mostly to church with my, like, dad and my grandpa. Mm-hmm. And how weird would it be or how hurtful it might be for them if I was like, yeah, I'm not going anymore. Right. You know? like. <laughs> right. And sometimes it is like that, too. It's like well, your family is, like, expecting you to be there. It's mm-hmm. like... And then, like, my son has, like, little friends, you know, to play with when yeah. he goes there. Which, that's nice right. for him. And it's, like, it's not that I don't get 
nothing from yeah. going there but it's like i have a really hard time with the people and i think when you're thinking of like church people and when i don't know it's like you go out in the real world and you expect people to be mean to you mm-hmm. and like to hurt you but you expect more from people in the church and when they like are almost worse i know it's almost it makes like it difficult when we had um talked about the leah remini stuff mm-hmm. it's like everything that scientology and i think it reigns true for some other religions too it's like within that community it's all wonderful and yeah it works perfectly right but when you go out into the real world it doesn't like always resonate and not everybody acts that same way and sometimes it do like when we do think about leah remini it was like she's just like all of a sudden was like what is going on? Right. Here? Like, why are these people that were so like regarded as amazing, even though there were so <laughs> many things that happened, flags. like specifically involving right. her that were just bizarre and yes. horrible. It seriously took like something massive so for to her be to like, be like, what wait, are we doing yeah. here? I know it, that's kind of the way. I mean, even though with, you know, I think most major religions, there's been some type of scandal yeah. over the years. But I, it really is like, unless it happens directly to you, I think you, you that it's almost, hard. You do. You're kind of like, oh, yeah, that happened anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like embarrassing for you. Because even like when we like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I went to Catholic school. You get that kind of. <laughs> I know. It's and, like, okay, well. You know, right. it's like, and also, well, it wasn't my choice to right, be there. Like, I had no say. I Not that I, I don't regret any of that, right. or you know, hate my dad for sending right. it. But it's just like I had no say in that. Right. Like that was just the way it was. You know, that's where I went to school. That's where you, the friends were. Yeah, that's... and sorry, I didn't have a horrible experience. Right, but but yeah, it is just. I know. I don't know. Religion is such a crazy thing. <laughs> it is, and. But um, it does make you, you know, to the point of what we kind of started talking about yes. was the forgiveness. I think yes. it is like religion has that kind of intertwined with it, too. Right. Of like, you know, you should forgive people and all this stuff. But it's just hard when in that, especially in your situation, this was a person who was supposed to be like a pillar in the church and so right. helpful. But then they did something that was so out of pocket and like inappropriate and you're like what am i supposed to just like forget about it just because of who you are right i know it it is and i know this is kind of like a layered topic because Mm -hmm. it was like in the church but it is also about like do you ever think about like okay if the girls that were mean to us in high school wanted to apologize do you think you could forgive them like right now well i so this was probably like a day before Thanksgiving situation, but I did run into one of them and we had an emotional moment in Mm -hmm. the bathroom. (laughs) And at that, and I honestly like now I think that I could be like, you know, I move past that. But like, I also can articulate way more like why that hurt right. me. And if they were open to kind of having that conversation and they were like genuinely mm-hmm. being like, hey, like I've done reflection and I've like thought about this right. and I am really sorry. Like I would be more receptive and be like, 
yeah, like, thank you for saying that because right. that was a really challenging time for right. both of us. Right. And I appreciate you recognizing it. Like, I think mm-hmm. that I would like to think that is what I would say. <laughs> like, you know what? No, I, I don't I, think I would be mad about it anymore. Right. You know, even though sometimes when we talk on here, it doesn't <laughs> like seem are, like man. I know it is. It's weird, though, to like think about. I feel like those are like situations you haven't actually had closure on. Yeah. And I do think like, do we need I think we kind of like talked about it before mm-hmm. in the podcast, but it's like, do we need closure all the time? And it, sometimes it does feel like we do. We actually do. I know. Well, because, and I think you don't really realize it, but then when, like, you're out, you know, living your life, and then somebody will bring up something, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. like, that reminds me of this one time where this right. happened to me, or this person hurt me, or this, and I never got an apology. Right. Like, are you really over it then? Like, did you move on for real? Mm-hmm. If it's if it still can, like, raise that type of emotion in right. you? And I think, like, I kind of said this a little earlier, but it's like, I, sometimes I think of situations like that and I get frustrated with myself yeah, for not being able Speaking to stand up, up for myself. And then I'm like, would I feel better if I did that? Or I would I be caused more of a fight? And then I know. more exchange words. And would it, and not that I... Not that we should feel like we can't stick up for ourselves, mm-hmm. but it's just like, would that have even made me feel better right. if it did escalate more? Like, right. would I feel good about that then? Right. I don't know. I also, one thing I had written down was like, when we talk about forgiveness and like confrontations mm-hmm. or fights, like how much of a difference there is between like family Mm -hmm. versus friends versus just acquaintances right because i mean really like i've had some horrible fights with like my dad or my one cousin right and then it'll be like you know with my cousin the next hour he would be like hey do you want to watch a movie and i'd be like yeah you know (laughs) so it was just like I you move on from that or you hear that about mm-hmm. like sisters and right. stuff and like even with you like we don't really ever fight but right. I feel like you could literally like chop my arm off and I'd be like it's okay <laughs> you know, not ideal but yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine <laughs> you needed it I, I guess <laughs> and I think t- it is interesting too because like thinking about somebody's intentions Mm -hmm. too it's like do you think they really like wanted to hurt you and I feel like that has something to do with like knowing them like you said it's like I don't think my attention would be bad if I chopped your arm off I'm sure I had some bizarro reason (laughs) why it needed to happen I know but I do think it is so much different like and I guess you know, we aren't really people who just like fight with people no. all the time because there's some people that like do that a mm-hmm. lot. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. Yeah, I think it is harder though. Well, just with like family for sure, mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't ever get that closure. No. Like you just don't. It's like, I guess we have to move on. Yeah. With friends, sometimes I think you do. Right. And then it's like, I think you're more likely to get like an apology from somebody who like isn't really that close to Mm -hmm. you. But even then it's like, well, situational because you never did, you know, with that one guy. So 
Oh no! It just it does it it's is an weird. interesting topic it, it, to think it's about. Weird. I know. And then you're like, replaying all the things in your head. You're I like know. this situation, this person that hurt me. I know. Like, and then it's like, am I being bad if I don't like meet up with him and let him apologize? I don't know. I just. But I also feel like if you know somebody in like a way, you're like, I know this isn't gonna go anywhere, so I'm not gonna pick a fight. Well, or like, especially with this person, like it took. It's been years. Right. And it took your relative to bring it up to him. Right. For him to even think like, like oh, oh, like she's so mad. Like, and it's like, no, I'm not mad. You know, it's like it's right. this whole misconstrued thing. And it's like, I don't want this. Like, I almost rather him just like write a little letter and then. <laughs> never well, have to talk and that's him. where, you know, if you like you said, if some of the people that were mean to us in high school, if they came up to us or sent us a message and said something, I would feel like more open to that and more receptive to that because from, to my knowledge, like they weren't prompted. Right. Whereas in this situation, it's It's like completely prompted. Yeah. Now, you know, like your relative literally said, you need to write this with her. (laughs) So it's like, okay, well now you're just doing it because you were told. Right. Not because you had any perspective. Right. It's almost like when you have two, like, you know, kids fighting. Right. And you're like, okay, well, you need to say you're sorry. Right. And then the kid will be like, sorry. Right. And then it's like, well, you didn't mean that. <laughs> you're just trying not to be in trouble yeah. anymore. It, it, it is, it's just so crazy. I don't even know what to think. Well, and it's like, I don't know. It just, all of it is like a miss, miss the mark. It's like, I'm never going to regret marrying my husband because of my two kids. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, so you're wrong. You know, Even and then if it, some twist of fate right. he turned out to be right, it's right. like, well, I still got these two beautiful children and I wouldn't right. change that. Exactly. And that's the thing. To, it's just such a weird, like. I don't know. And he just never should have said it anyway. I mean, no. it was so wildly it was so inappropriate. Weird, yeah. So we'll see. I guess I'll update you yeah, guys. Yeah, you're going to have to update us if anything I don't happens. Know. What do you do? You have any religious trauma? Do you <laughs> have any? Um, how do you feel Let about know. forgiving? <laughs> I know we kind of touched on it before, but like, and I think when we did our little poll, a lot of people said that. You know, to have that closure, it's not necessary. Like mm-hmm. apologies aren't necessary for closure. You don't need to have that all the time. I really but think about that. I know, really do, do think you really about it. Really mean that, <laughs> right? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. I'd love to hear any sort. DM us a religious yeah, trauma. We would love, and then we, you know, we won't share those no. if you don't want us to. But we would love to just know, to hear, hear what, what other people think. Thinking, yeah. yeah, get some engagement, mm-hmm. please. <laughs> <laughs> well to wrap it up i guess um oh well i guess we can plug our brand ambassadorship yeah. we have a couple new little posts that we put up mm-hmm. on our socials so be sure to check that out um for dough reminder 10 yes. percent off with code <laughs> eswb delicious they sent us donut holes sample yeah. they sent us all kinds of stuff well and this happened off camera but you tried the like classic mm-hmm. glaze i tried the chocolate did you like the classic i did they were 
very good. I, and they are vegan, just so everybody Yeah, knows. they are. And I thought they... And they come in, like, little packs. So it's, like, perfect if you, like, threw it in your yeah, lunch like for work as for a snack. Kids, yeah, in their lunchbox. So be sure to check them out. It's linked in our descriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and check out our socials and be sure to follow us please that would be amazing <laughs> uh do you have a recommendation for this week i have one if you need All to right, think you of it give yours. i was thinking before because <laughs> we didn't do one officially last week um i am going to just recommend you know it, we're coming into fall and i haven't been to target in a little mm-hmm. while but um they had a lot of their fall stuff out. They've probably had it out there for a while, but like I said, yeah, I we're, it. I think everybody's just getting rid of summer. I'm we're completely over ready. We're over the rain. <laughs> the only thing I will say as a caveat, like they have really mm-hmm. cute kids stuff in their little like bullseye playground part. There were cute stuff, but I was there before I came over to you and it was college freshman central. Mm-hmm. There were so many kids that were like doing their shopping for college moving so <laughs> like wait until the last minute <laughs> yeah it was swamped i was like holy cow like this is ridiculous so i honestly felt a little overwhelmed and i got like the one thing i needed which didn't even end up being what i needed different story for different time and i tried to get out of there as quick as i could but yeah i would recommend checking it out they had some nice candles in there mm-hmm. um i'm a little more prone to the Bath and Body Works fall scents, mm. but that's just me. Love it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I was at Walmart Sunday and it was a madhouse too. And there was definitely some like <laughs> kids out there getting their stuff. It's panic. Like moving is probably literally this like tomorrow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then I had to get like my son's school supplies and he didn't need much, but everything was so picked over and it was yeah, because like, they put it out in like june yeah it's like gosh it's like i just needed a couple things can I we mean, just live in the moment please literally like why do people get so crazy and i know there was like that tax-free weekend oh and yeah stuff, but it's like well as a side note too um since we're talking a little bit about college stuff have you seen some of the stuff on tiktok no. where it'll be like a college dorm and it's literally like insane like they they've got parents coming in screwing like picture frames into the oh wall my putting up wallpaper changing lighting i'm like my dorm literally i got a comforter i got a lamp i put right. up my posters that were on sale that welcome week right like it was it's just absurd these people have to be spending like insane you know, it's all money. about like the picture oh, I you know. know it's always about the picture what can we do to make it look mm-hmm. like the best time ever okay i have a little recipe that was really fun Ooh. i'll go ahead and do that i'm sure it's not healthy at all <laughs> well but you take um crescent rolls <laughs> starting out good (laughs) so you take crescent rolls and you cut them into like fours Mm -hmm. and then you mix it up with like pepperoni or whatever you want to do and then some italian seasoning and then you could also add like any other kind of like pizza toppings Mm -hmm. you like and then you put it in the crock pot oh and then you pour the pizza sauce over top of it and then you put the cheese on top and you just cook it for like 
two hours. I probably would have did a little longer because I wanted to like the um, stuff just a little bit crispier. crispier but yeah. it was really good and it was just like doughy, <laughs> yummy pizza. Easy, and yeah. it was so easy to make and the kids loved it and it was like soft for them because I have a one-year-old. and That's such a nice like fall thing too. It was too. and I was like this was, and I had no idea how it's going to turn out. I'm like I don't know if this is going to be like weird or even cook right but it ended up being so good i'm like i would totally do that again and then add like banana peppers yeah, just like all you kinds can totally of stuff make it your own. so and it could be perfect for like a dish to take like to a tail appetizer or something yeah. even though we had it for dinner but it was That's good a good one yeah it's super easy nice. <laughs> uh i almost forgot too about our book club Oh yeah. Okay. So have you? <laughs> so you said you started the book. I started the book. Um, and you know we, you guys know we are doing audio books, so we get them, and then I like to procrastinate. I know. So, I'm definitely on the rush. And then it's like by the time we get to the, I know. Actually, record. Maybe we should record it early. I or know. Something. But but um, so far you said you're about halfway. Okay, and I'm like literally like an hour mm. 15 or so in hour and a half but yeah i think it's i don't know I, I don't know if it's gonna be what i was hoping it would be i'm hoping it'll get like better towards towards the end um i mean i've i definitely just don't enjoy the childhood parts that much right and that's just a personal thing but I do think there's a way, I can't remember if I said this earlier, but there is a way to ha- talk about like tragedy in your childhood without dwelling on it. Yeah. Like I think like Molly Shannon, her book was really good and she, her parents, they had, her whole family got in a car accident and because the dad fell asleep at the wheel mm. and the mom and a sister and then their baby cousin passed away. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was super tragic, but the way she like processes it processes it and deals with it in the book where it's not like something she totally lingers on mm-hmm. all the time, but then it kind of like she ex- I don't know, it was just done so much like I think there's a way to talk about tragedy without well and just like some of the things that have been discussed so far in my listening of the book it's not even like tragedy based you know it's almost just like okay we're going on about the same thing we're just keep reiterating and here's another example of this it's like I think it could be a little bit more condensed hit the high points and it's it didn't like I don't know. I but mean, who? We'll I mean, you know what? We're not. We're not all the way through it. No, and I think, and it, I'm at the part where she's like in Hollywood now, and I'm finding that more interesting. And mm-hmm. it's not that it's not interesting. It's just kind of like I don't. I know we were before we started recording. We were just saying like if we were to write books, like what would we talk about? And obviously, we wouldn't because we 
dogged on celebrities that do it when they're like, <laughs> like haven't lived any life. But it's, you know, if we were like 70 and we're writing something, right. like what would we hit on? And I don't think I would like dwell so much on childhood things. I would probably just take the things that were really impactful right. or something that was like a childhood memory that really stuck out to right. me. And some of the stuff when they just like go on and on, I'm like, Listen, I don't remember this stuff from my I know, childhood. That, so I, I guess wonder that's how you why do. I have like a maybe some people just like some things really stick with them, but it's like I don't know. I just can't remember stuff in that way. But Such maybe if I was specifics. trying to, yeah. maybe I could. I don't really know, but but anyway, I think it'll be an interesting conversation. Yeah, I do because there's definitely a part later on that I think was really cool that she brought that point up about it nice so just make sure mean baby and we yeah. do find out pretty early on why, why it's, it's called, called that mean baby. so we don't need to make <laughs> fun of actually, that anymore it was kind of like i mean we'll talk about it later yeah. but it was kind of like a not sad but it was I know, like it was, i was really surprised it's not what i thought at no, all no i thought it was gonna be like i'm just a tough i know little thing little babe yeah it's it was kind of funny that. though it, also, it is it's like i guess like in the literal sense yeah <laughs> but anyway but yeah so read along selma blair's mean baby we'll be talking about that episode towards the end of the month mm -hmm. so you guys still have some time but we're just a little crunched because we need to return our books so okay, ASIP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Like we said, don't forget to follow us on our socials and please interact with us. We want to know what you think. A little bit more. Yeah. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>